0: Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus. I am a very blessed priest. Because I believe this is the first time in seven-plus years I haven't served with a deacon at St. Edward's.
1: Most parishes don't even have
0: deacons. <laughs> um, they're, both are, uh, of course, Deacon Bob's up north, and both are under the weather, so they're not here today. Well, we continue in our uh, theme, if you will, over the, these next few weeks on relationships, conflict, forgiveness, these sorts of things that, that we we all have. And uh, I, I, I hope, as I mentioned last week, and I encourage you to do this week and the next two weeks, is to really meditate and contemplate, read through Romans chapter 12 and Matthew chapter 18. Um, just such good uh, chapters that we need to really have inside of us so we truly live them out romans 12 and matthew 18 and those are where our lectionary has taken us uh, this week once again in romans 12 next week in matthew 18. well romans 12 has a lot to say about relationships with other people last week we heard from romans reminding us to have a sober self-image not to think too highly of ourselves from our reading today we heard about how to love each other in our Christian community. However, what I want to focus on this morning is from the last few verses, and they may be summed up with this. We should love and serve our enemies. When we hear the word enemies, we may think of enemies against our nation, perhaps nations that we have gone to war with, or nations where we have placed economic sanctions on. And that's not exactly what is in the context here. The context is more personal. It could be people we know that have different political perspectives than us, which, if you haven't noticed, is really big in our culture. It may be the overarching narrative in American culture today. Which side of the political spectrum are you on? Each political side loves to paint their opponent as the enemy. It seems the rhetoric for this is at an all-time high, at least in my lifetime. And social media is no help either. People strut their stuff like a badge of honor, seemingly hoping to start fights and arguments. I've heard of people going on social media just to find an argument to enter into. That's their entertainment for the night, let alone make new enemies. But we can have other enemies, too. Disagreements between people can foster bitterness and rage. We might not call certain people enemies, but we sure act like it. Family members can turn into enemies. A husband and wife can turn against each other. Past hurts, words spoken, things done and left undone. So what do we do with enemies? Most of us have enemies, if not all of us, in some sort of way. We should pray for them, for starters. I found an Irish prayer this week, and it goes this way. May those that love us, love us. And those that don't love us, may God turn their hearts. And if He doesn't turn their hearts, may He turn their ankles, so we'll know them by their limping. (laughs) I don't know if that's the best prayer (laughs) to lift up on behalf of our enemies. But our reading does make one thing clear. We should love and serve our enemies. Listen once again to this part of Romans 12, um, from what our text says, this time from the J.B. Phillips paraphrase. Don't pay back a bad turn by a bad turn to anyone. Don't say, it doesn't matter what people think, but see that your public behavior is above criticism. As far as your responsibility goes, live at peace with everyone. Never take vengeance into your own hands, my dear friends. Stand back and let God punish if he will. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay. These are God's words. Therefore, if your enemy hungers, feed him. If he thirsts, give him a drink. For in so doing, you will heap coals of fire on his head. Don't allow yourself to be overpowered with evil. Take the offensive. Overpower evil by good. These are powerful words about how to treat and serve our enemies. They are not just St. Paul's words here in Romans. Actually, they are found throughout the Bible. Even way back in the Torah, in Exodus, it is written, If you come across your enemy's ox or donkey wandering off, be sure to return it. If you see the donkey of someone who hates you fallen down under its load, do not leave it there. Be sure you help them with it. That's Exodus 23.
1: In 1 Thessalonians it is written,
0: Make sure that nobody pays back wrong for wrong, but always strive to do what is good for each other and for everyone else. St. Peter wrote in his first epistle, Do not repay evil with evil or insult with insult. On the contrary, repay evil with blessing, because to this you were called so that you may inherit a blessing. And then, of course, the words of Jesus in Matthew chapter 5. You have heard that it was said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other cheek also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with them two miles. Give to the one who asks you. And do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. You know, in, in the flesh, in our natural mind, when, when we have enemies, we want vengeance. We want justice in the form of revenge. And yet as Christians, we are to leave the desire for revenge with God and actually show kindness to our opponents. So what do we do? I've got three things for you. First, understand who we are in Christ. As Christians, we have been bought with a price by the precious blood of Jesus Christ on the cross. As baptized believers, we are to no longer live for ourselves, being buried with Christ in baptism and raised to life anew. In fact, Christ died for the ungodly. And that includes you and me. Even though we are sinners, Christ died for us. And that would make us God's opponents, enemies with God. Earlier in the book of Romans, in chapter 5, it says, For if, while we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to Him through the death of His Son, how much more, having been reconciled, shall we be saved through His life? The way God treated us as His enemies, as His opponents, was to lay down His life for us. And thank God that He doesn't treat His enemies like we usually treat our enemies. If God did, there would be no hope for any of us. Instead, we are shown mercy and grace. Theologian R.C. Sproul said, When I think that I am unfairly treated, unfairly hated, I try to remember that I am unfairly loved. God loves us not because of how good we are or think we are, He loves us unconditionally, and we can never repay the love that He has shown in Jesus Christ. So in Christ, we are not our own. We are God's people. And that's the first thing. Second, hate evil yet love people. We are not ever to condone evil. Romans chapter 12, verse 9, we heard it this morning, says, hate what is evil, cling to what is good. So we're to hate what is evil. It's abhorrence. But we are not to curse the ones who do evil either, It's Romans Twelve fourteen, 14, just five verses later, says, bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse. Now, what if people are doing really evil things? Can we curse them a little then? Well, this is one of the places that a well-known, helpful Christian phrase comes together. We are to hate the sin, but love the sinner. You've probably heard that before. We are to hate sin and the damage it does, but not curse the sinners. You can see this play out in the life of Christ Jesus. The greatest example being when Jesus was on the cross. When they hurled insults at him, he did not retaliate. He was confident that God's justice would prevail. And because of this, he said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Jesus never condones evil, and yet he always beckons the sinner with loving kindness. In Romans chapter 2, we find that it is God's kindness that leads us to repentance. It's not His wrath. It's not coercion or manipulation. It's not even winning a debate. It's not condemnation that leads sinners to repent. It is kindness that brings all of us sinners to transformation in Jesus Christ. That is something we would do well to remember in this world. Kindness is what leads sinners to repentance. We should hate evil, but love people. And finally, serve your enemies. We have this strange verse in our text at the end. It says, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. For by doing this, you will heap burning coals on their heads. And at first reading, it sounds like now we are going to get them burning coals on their heads, so that's gotta be uncomfortable, that's gotta hurt. Now we're talking. (laughs) But that is not what is going on here. The first century metaphor points actually to shame. Through kindness, if they're hungry, give them food, if they're thirsty, give them drink. Through kindness, may they become ashamed of their actions and words. I know when my wife and I have had arguments or disagreements, and in my stubbornness, Don't want to relent to give in. Because I'm right. She's wrong, right? (laughs) Because whatever it was, it was important. Yeah, right. (laughs) And she has won me over with kindness. And my heart melts. I've become embarrassed of my foolishness just because of a kind word or a kind action. The proverb says... A gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Instead of throwing barbs at our enemies with insults and hurtful gestures, let us show kindness. Instead of racing up to that aggressive car that wants to cut us off to get get over, what if we just slow down and let them in? I'm speaking to myself here. I'm sure none of you can relate with that. I love what the television character Sensei Wu said, the best way to defeat your enemy is to make him your friend. The way we make friends is through kindness. May we show kindness even to our enemies by serving them. So when it comes to our enemies, may we know who we are in Christ, focus on Christ. Number two, may we hate evil, but love people. And three, may we serve our enemies with kindness and our Romans reading leaves us with this do not be overcome by evil but overcome evil with good may we do just that overcome evil with the goodness of God. Amen. Thank you for joining us in this conversation today we will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God if you'd like to learn more about our community You can find us on SaintEdward'sEpiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.